Um, thank you, Eugenio. Again, a very complex situation which will demand a lot uh, uh, from uh, also from the international community how to address that situation, which is not easy to handle in a complex political situation as where Venezuela is in. Um, so, having said that, let's now move to global responses and global um, um, action that could be taken. Um, and so we've heard uh, from Yemen, Bangladesh, Venezuela. Let's now turn spotlight on, on Africa, uh, which is where most of the protected food crises uh, are still located, particularly with conflict and climate change <laughs> conspiring against food security in many locations. So let me give the floor to Duna Mali Deiniger, who is the practice manager for East Africa, Central Africa and Southern Africa and the global Africa practice, uh, agricultural practice of the uh, World Bank. And particularly um, asking her the question, how is the World Bank responding to such crises? Uh, last year when we did a similar event of this report with a presentation of uh, the World Bank's um, new global concessional financing facility, how could that contribute to particularly bridge uh, what Eugenio was also emphasizing, going from emergency relief to um, developmental support uh, for uh, prevention of food crisis. Dina, you have the floor. Um, thank you, uh, Rob. And as you had mentioned, um, I think Africa faces the biggest crisis. As already mentioned in by Luca in the first presentation, more than half of the people who are facing acute hunger are located in, in Africa. But even beyond that, there are over uh, 236 million, 256 million people are also critically undernourished. And most of this are women and children. So I want to talk about two elements for which the, the World Bank is helping. One is on the emergency response. And the second is in terms of development assistance. Because I think the development assistance is really critical to prevent these things from happening over and over and over again. So in terms of emergency um, assistance, we have two kinds of countries um, that are uh, the members of the World Bank. There are the IDA countries. So the IDA countries are those countries that have a GNI of uh, uh, gross national income of less than 1,145. So for these countries, um, there are um, IDA operations where we have a contingency emergency response component. So these are parts of projects that immediately after there is a crisis, we can move money to help a countries respond. And this is what is happening now in Mozambique, who has been, who suffered the devastation of EDI. So we're reallocating money from, for example, our agriculture projects to, to help with the recovery and rehabilitation. Um, the second uh, window that we call is what we call the IDA crisis response windows. This is a special pot of money set aside by the World Bank, about $3 billion to help countries deal with severe economic crisis, major disasters, um, and public health emergencies. Uh, so this, can, uh, this is, um, for example, uh, triggered already in South Sudan, where we had an emergency food and nutrition security project working closely with WFP and FAO 
to bring immediate assistance to the people who are facing uh, 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 food insecurity and famine conditions, as well as some development um, investments in terms of providing seeds, uh, fertilizer, advice, um, and other basic infrastructure to the country. Now, the second um, uh, window is what we call the refugee, the Ida refugee window, for which uh, about $2 billion have been allocated. This is really to support countries who have had to absorb a lot of the refugees or displaced people in their countries. Um, one example is in Uganda, where Uganda is um, the third biggest country in the world, uh, also housing uh, displaced and uh, refugees, um, to help them deal with the challenge of not only the helping the refugee communities, but also the host communities in terms of uh, supporting um, uh, basic services like education, because the kids have to go to school, providing water, providing livelihood opportunities for, for the countries. Um, Rob mentioned the Global Concessional Financing Facility. This is a, another refugee window, but it's only for what we call middle-income countries. So this, helped, this has helped countries like Jordan and Lebanon to absorb a lot of the refugees in the Middle East, like from Syria, who have moved there. And now we're working with Colombia to, uh, to help the country uh, deal with the influx of refugees from Venezuela. Um, so, um, and, and so, but these are more the emergency operations. Um, but in the end, the, bank is a the World Bank is a development institution. In agriculture, what we are really pushing for is more foods uh, for more what we call climate and nutrition smart agriculture, and this is really food security under climate resilience, and but making it also nutrition sensitive, because we feel that there are already many measures that the countries can can take, whether it be uh, research on drought-resistant varieties, uh, biofortified foods which Harvest Plus in is working on to really disseminate that to address um, nutrition issues, water management, dealing with pest, con uh, pest uh, outbreaks like the fall armyworm that is devastating all of Africa and already a big cause of the food insecurity in many countries. Um, looking at also uh, uh, developing good national and regional uh, trade and logistics, because in the end you have to allow food to move within the country if you do have a crisis. And finally, um, more on um, in creating the enabling environment, good policies. You know, if we don't have good food policies, you're not going to solve the food problem. Thank you.